Hey, welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies that we've heard of to this point, and then we put them on our list that James thinks is 100% accurate at this time today. Oh, that's right, James. Uh, I just wish the website was. Oh, God. We'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, So we have a guest today, our first day, our first week of of Halloween, um, the Devil's Playground Month. I think. Uh, I just got creepy chills. Now we can listen to Sweet Dreams and be like, this is appropriate. (laughs) October always makes me think I should bust out my Sweet Dreams track. Like the Marilyn Manson version? I mean, whatever you're into. I mean, I'm not into that one because it sucks. But like, if that's incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, we have a guest today for our first Halloween episode. Um, do we have a name for this month? Uh, October. Demons and Rock to Action. No, I don't know. I got nothing. A- it's Demons and action. Decapitations. Action Horror Hybrid Month. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we know. have Angela uh, Quinton. Hello. Uh, the uh, she's the editor of Werewolves Versus, and she runs Werewolf News.com. Hey guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, it's not a problem. Thank you. You're a listener. You've listened to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Which I, have, I, think, I have a listener. I was listening to it on the way here. Oh, and that's very kind of you. Uh, but you've also been a longtime friend of, of Dustin. That's right. And that's how we all know each other now. And we needed someone who knew what they were talking about. Yeah, when it comes to uh, doing a podcast um, on and about werewolves, it's probably have uh, a good thing to have the editor of Werewolves Versus on well, I don't know so, how many people can say that they've done that. Well, I'm I'm gonna prove the this, the case that you can really really be into something and still be kind of an idiot about it. So uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad to be here, but uh, please don't expect any any scholarly input from me. I on this. have All questions. All we need is the passion about okay. werewolves. Not just based on this movie, but things I've thought mm-hmm. I, I thought of about this movie about other movies and just be like, man, werewolves. They're kind of crazy. <laughs> They're kind of crazy. <laughs> These werewolves are crazy, <laughs> man. Nuts. But uh, I James mean, is not insane. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> before we get into it, uh, I mean, we can go around, I guess, and just talk about it like, quickly, because I think this is going to be a jam-packed episode. Uh, anything that we watched or did this weekend, we'll go with James first, as always. Well, I watched the trailer for Joker. That oh, was going to be my thing. Well, stolen. Yeah. Stolen Valor. Go with one of your other ten things you did this week. Okay. And? Because this is all I, I got. I haven't watched it. Tell me tell me about it. Uh, it looks pretty good, actually. It looks... Um, this is the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think it's... There are, two, are, there, are there two competing Jokers coming up this year, Dustin? Well, there was the... Uh, ah, what the hell? 30 Seconds to Mars? No. 30, <laughs> Killing what? Joker? Jared Leto? No. Killing Batman. Killing Eve. Uh, Suicide Squad's Joker. Yeah, that's Jared Leto, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? He was in the band 30 Seconds to Mars. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. So, the Joker. <laughs> All right. Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. I think it's like he's been able to do with the Joker is like m- maybe the closest thing or it's like... I mean, Heath Ledger's Joker, it's kind of, like, untouchable, but at least this is, like, Did it give you a, there. a real, like, lo- Joker version of Logan vibe? 
Joker like, version. You know, the, uh, you know the movie Logan. Yeah, and Logan. This is like the Joker version of that. Yeah, I could see that. I've only seen the like the promotional stills and a few oh, okay. clips from it. Does this trailer like deviate from the vibe those kind of have established? Not or is it more really, more no. of that sort of it's thing? It's just dark. Yeah, I mean it's like I don't really know anything other than what I've seen in the trailer about the movie, but it's like a origin story of the Joker. Okay. And it kind of gets I'm guessing at like you don't actually get the Joker that you think of in the movies until the end of the movie probably because there's a lot of lead up of like why he like went that route and this is a movie I'm like very I don't know I'm a bit apprehensive about like on one hand I'm excited because I like Mm -hmm. Joaquin Phoenix I think he's a good actor and the idea of a Joker movie could be cool but on the other hand do you really want to see how this sausage gets made so I was talking to a friend of the show Dan who's never been on the show has never been on the show will never be on the show and has never listened or will listen to the show so is he a friend of the show? he's my friend and he's no, our wait, friend fuck him yeah. friend of the show Dan and I were talking about this today and he said the same thing uh, and I was like yeah like, you're totally right like it's kind of like do you want to see how he became the Joker and I'm like there's kind of this cool thing of like this mystery and like this like darkness behind it and then he fucking turns around and goes yeah but you know was really interesting about Thanos was that you knew why he became bad and I'm like fuck you Dan I was on your side and then you, you, tw- you switched it on as soon as you agreed with him you yeah. flipped it I was like oh that's pretty interesting and he's like you know what that's kind of a dumb idea I think it actually it actually you know I mean from the trailer I haven't seen the movie obviously but from the trailer it makes it look like it. they do a decent job like not too over the top it looks dark. I, I don't know. Did you watch it? No, I've. I think I saw a clip of something that came out a couple of months ago, and yeah. I've just yeah. seen images of of the makeup because they made a big deal about. Oh, here's his costume, and it it looks way different than what you'd expect it to. Yeah, it's a lot better than the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It can it can only be an improvement on that way that the Joker was played in that or represented in that. Yeah. So with that, I mean, if this movie is a hit, then. Like, have they rebooted again, Batman? Like, be like this. I don't know, but Batman isn't supposed to like appear in this, is he? No, no. I think gonna, I think this will be separate. This will be more like Logan is just like separate, like it's his own thing, right? No, I yeah, I heard that like Logan was considered sort of like this is an alternate version of this yeah, character's I think, story. I think right, this right. this same is going to be the same, same thing. Joker. It's like one p- possible place the story could go. Yeah, but the problem is, is if it's super successful, then they're going to want to make more of them. I mean. I think what else do they got going on, right? I think it'll be <laughs> rated know. R. Wonder, Wonder Woman two is gonna drop. Uh, Wonder Woman is overrated, I think. Oh shit! Right. I mean, that's my opinion, but what do I know? I haven't seen it. You never watched it? Eh? No. Same with Black Panther. Mm. Yeah. yeah me Hashtag neither. not me too. You haven't seen Wonder Woman. I'm so far behind on all the Marvel <laughs> stuff. I thought it was okay. Yeah, exactly. It's it was decent. okay. It had some really cool for, parts. For a DC movie, it's like, oh, yeah, oh my God, this is like the, the greatest villain, thing I think ever. You know what took it down was the villain was kind of lame in it. Well, but I mean, anyway. you could see it all coming easily. Yeah. What are we talking about? Wonder Woman. Wonder but we're Woman. getting off track. Anyways, so yeah, Joker. Yeah, I liked it. Interested. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Based on this recommendation, <laughs> yeah. I am going to watch that movie. All right. <laughs> Angela? Uh, I watched Chernobyl. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, the, H- mean, the HBO nice, miniseries. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it when a show starts with a suicide. It's <laughs> so good. Really kind of sets the tone. This is such a nice, like, <laughs> Yeah. I, for some reason, I've been really interested in, in like, nuclear, uh, you know, disasters and, and the things that can go wrong with it for yeah. a long time. Just, like, a sort of morbid curiosity. Yeah. And then when I heard this was coming out and saw how good the trailer made it look, I was super hyped for it. Yeah. And I just never have. I never make the time to watch anything oh, okay. so uh i'm super behind the, the curve on this uh, but i had a chance to uh to start watching it while I, I was home alone one day and i was like oh, i'll just watch the first episode and i i did all five like oh, in, really? and, like literally in, in one sitting in one set. sitting uh yeah i definitely had to sit in a darkened room and kind of have a ponder about <laughs> about things uh, yeah. when the credits were rolling on the final episode but i i really really liked it i think it was uh a, you know a great experience and the fact that it's you know, purported to be mostly factual with just a few sort of creative license things to oh, stream and line the story you is. Heard the Russians version of that? Well, yeah, the thing about like, like CIA agents and yeah. Uh, but yeah, I watched uh, Chernobyl. I would highly recommend it. Yeah, it was great. I, it's probably the best TV thing I've still all this year that I've watched, I think, probably. Yeah. Uh, although very intense uh, viewing experience. Yeah. Um, have you seen a documentary called Tickled? No, I've heard about it. Really good documentary. But that guy made, uh, David Ferrer, Ferrer, something like that. He's from, I think, New Zealand. Um, he made uh, a Netflix documentary show called Dark Tourist. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. So they go to I Chernobyl. Want, I want to see that. Yeah. Like he, and then he goes to all those like crazy weird places. Just like abandoned and like yeah. destroyed. It's just a, it's a fun thing. It's a fun show to watch. So wait, is it? It's it's cool now. Like you can walk through there now. Oh, absolutely not! No, <laughs> no. There's 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 some places where I think if you get the right permits, then they'll take you through on kind of a guided right. experience, and they'll take you to a few area, few areas where they can take a, you know, some, something to take some measurements. See, ooh, it's really radioactive yeah. here. Let's like you can be here for thirty seconds and then get out. Oh, Jesus. But the actual like, you know, power plant itself at this point, it's under a new sort of like sarcophagus or covering that they built. A couple of years ago, I think yeah. it's supposed to last for like a, a century or something. Yeah, I don't think you can get in there. Um, it's kind of unbelievable to think about. Well, I think Vice did a thing on online thing where they went to Chernobyl. Like they hired like illegal yeah, that guides. Yeah, that was a long time ago, right? I think it was like 2016 or 2015 oh, okay. or something. Like, it was earlier than that even. Well, it might have been. I don't know. But yeah, Chernobyl, man. It's <laughs> just yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, let's see. I watched uh, the second season of Mindhunter. Oh yeah, cool. That takes my second thing. That's awesome. <laughs> are you Are you finished? Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. It left you unsatisfied. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Um, Very unsatisfied. I feel. I, um, but I feel like they did that on purpose, right? Yeah. It also. Okay. So the we're way outside of Mindhunter right now, right? Like. Oh, by, by the, the time, time this comes, comes out, out, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to talk about it for like the next like couple of minutes, see five minutes. Um, if you want to jump ahead. If you want to jump ahead. Uh, I hated the shit with the sun. I, I thought it was, well, thought it was at, dumb. At first, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like it at first because it was like, oh, they're just trying to have... Um, it's just like too much of a coincidence that he this is his job and he would have to deal with that kind of situation yeah, at home. exactly. But, but it did work in terms of character stuff throughout the rest of the show for him for him i guess it just it felt like a way to get the family out which i'm always a fan of <laughs> get that family out of here like, <laughs> if they can get the family out with, without killing the kid yeah. then i'm happy because yeah. 
I, I just think it's from a lot of the shows that like we're watching. Uh, you know, it just doesn't make sense to bring in kids. I know it's realistic that people have kids, but it just they it, suck. <laughs> unless the show is centered like a comedy centered around having kids, it just I don't know. Yeah. There's only so many stories you can tell with kids in them that are also meant for adults to enjoy without. Falling into the same, yeah. Put the kids in peril type, right, yeah. but, type all, trap. but even if it's a comedy, it's like you can't. You're not going to be able to expect those kids to pull off the lines or like they're fucking kids. Like they just leave them alone. <laughs> leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. Just leave the kids. Stop alone. making your children be actors. God damn it. Anyway. Well, I mean, Mindhunter to me is a show that, you know, I come to watch the show for all the interviews and mm. the serial killers that they meet in the profiling and how they develop. I don't give a shit about what they do outside of their work. Yeah, but it's, it is important to have some sort of background so that you get to know these characters that you're watching. (laughs) I don't care about it. I I, I understand what James is saying, but I do agree with Dustin. Um, Cause you need to understand that they're, they need to have another like thing to bounce conversations off of that isn't involved also. So you can see what like, their thought process. You and, can like, understand why they react, why they react in certain ways. And like, you can also draw out like, um, like personal stuff, like histories and like, Oh, they had, um, you know, they had a, a, a wonderful mother that they loved and they cared about so much. And then right. tragedy struck or, or something like that. So the main guy, what's his name? Holden. Mark Jacobs. Oh, the young guy. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They Mark don't go. Jacobson. They don't go into anything about him. They try to they in the first the season. Beginning. Well, they do. Yeah, he's more the focus in the first season. Right. And in this season, you get a little bit of beginning about how he has. He's having this panic attack problem, but um, <laughs> not really. Like that kind of just that, it goes, that away goes away too yeah. easily. Yeah, really. Quick. I, I actually expected them to like to that to pop up again later. Well, but it, they had a lot of threads going on in this season. They did. It also had, but like like the fact that he was like suffering from like psych like psychoses or something like that. Like he it was it was probably panic attacks and some yeah. other shit. They had more but, to do with um, uh, what's the what's her name that actress? I can't think of her name from Fringe. Yes, they had more to do with. Her story well, it was, it was the stuff. other two got got their season, yeah. but like the the stuff with uh, Holden mm-hmm. was a lot like it was kind of uh, Hannibal-y in the sense that like well I thought that at the end of the first season, but then they kind of moved. They away moved, from that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Anyway, uh, I, I really liked it. I think it I think it's creepier than any other show that is on. Like for me personally, like the way they nail those serial like those killers is mm-hmm. so scary. Because you feel like, oh, I've met that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like some sort of socially awkward, I don't know, n- like nerd who yeah. thinks they're really smarter but, than And they really are. go for like, exp- like, they don't play the characters off. Like, they're not perfect mimics of the characters. But the like, Manson guy was pretty close. Well, what they do, <laughs> though, is like, I think they just give a little bit more so that you understand their character a bit more. Like, they just lean a little bit a little bit extra into it that you don't even notice it just to be like oh yeah that guy really is crazy like or mm-hmm. like oh that person is incredibly manipulative like they just like they had creepier music on this season too which helped but uh yeah the whole the whole thing <laughs> yeah the music was creepy so I I liked it. 98 yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes who is going <laughs> white are you out here again? anyway it didn't it had a lot of little problems but Overall, I really, really liked it a lot. Like, like it's one. I think it's maybe the best show on Netflix. The the end though, like as the season went on, 
they got into the Atlanta monster, right? Yeah. And I don't know, ju- I guess because I listened to the podcast Atlanta monster oh, okay. where they talk about all the stuff that happened. Oh, so you it, already knew this story and all these it details. It just kind of like the way it ended is the way it actually ended and you're left kind of like, you're left wanting, yeah. But that's but there's no nothing will get tied up. No, no. Like and it but just that's sucks. The, that's the nature of these cases. I, n- right? I know, but it just sucks. <laughs> that's also them coming, being the fly-ins and the fly-outs, right? Right. And then monster, like, did he do? Uh, he, he did most of them. Oh, he did it. I think he did most of them. <laughs> I anyway, anyway, I want to ask another question though. Um, so, uh, Dustin said that. Mindhunter might be the best show on Netflix. Did you want to talk about Hemlock Grow for a minute? <laughs> I don't. Okay. Uh, I read. I'll say this. I read the book, and I know you're not supposed to judge books by their cover, but I'll say that if the creature whose arm is depicted on the cover of the book was mm-hmm. actually in the fucking book, <laughs> or, or in the Netflix series, it would have been a lot better. Um, there's some great characters in the that are in the, you know, some, some great scenes in the uh, Netflix series, but I did. I mean, I was kind of bummed by the book, so I wasn't expecting to be thrilled by the the Netflix show. They did a good job. So if you like the book, you'll probably like mm. like the, the Netflix thing. But it wasn't wasn't for me. I, I honestly know like nothing about. Hemlock Neither do Grove. I. Oh. Well, um, it's interesting you bring up, bring up Hemlock Grove though, because that you works right. It, it works right into the movie <laughs> that we watched this week. <laughs> James, play the trailer for Dog Soldiers. One of the most explosive, brutal, and purely enjoyable horror debuts since The Evil Dead. Genuinely frightening. Jaws, Aliens, and Predator with a werewolf twist. Absolutely brilliant. Thrilling. Mind your toe! Exciting. <laughs> Scary. Don't scare that easy. And funny. I'm sold. A horror film with violence. You what? Sold! I'm in the closet! A bitch of a werewolf movie. Wait it! Dog soldiers. It'll blow your house down. Dog soldiers. Angela, do you want to run down what this yeah, uh, give movie me, is about? Give usually, us the... Whoever picked it usually uh, says the synopsis kind of thing. Uh, well, it's um, it's one of the more popular werewolf films out there among people who like werewolves because it doesn't... You know, this we may come to uh, blows over this at the end, but <laughs> I think the general consensus, at least among werewolf fans, is that it doesn't suck. Um yeah. Uh, because it is so relatively straightforward. You have a bunch of soldiers who are on a, a, a training exercise, ostensibly, uh, in uh, Scotland somewhere, often in, in the boonies. Right. Uh, somewhere that it turns out probably based on some things that characters say in the movie doesn't really geographically exist because right. it's too far from anyone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, things go wrong. And uh, there's werewolves uh, involved, and it winds up being sort of a, um, a siege uh, film um, that uh, has some pretty great gunfights and some great werewolf action, particularly towards the end. Yeah, I think that covers the ground. So, if this is one of the great 
werewolf movies? Like, what would be a bad werewolf movie? Pretty much anything in the underworld canon. Um, I <laughs> all mean, the, the underworld movies. Yeah, right. um, which we're doing. We're doing all of them next, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's 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 weird because a, a lot of werewolf movies. If you're a fan of these kinds of things, you have to really pick them apart. And a movie that, in like a cinematic sense, is garbage there'll be bits and pieces that could be amazing like uh the benicio del toro wolfman oh yeah that's got some incredible uh creature effects in it by uh by rick baker but like just so as, even as, if you don't like the movie itself there's some cool werewolf shit to like yeah you have to into. sort of you know be content with the bits and pieces that you can get because nobody's really figured out how to tell a good story about these these big monsters because they tend to look really goofy and cheap on screen yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean... They should smoke cigarettes. <laughs> that would make them cooler. Yeah. 10% cooler. I don't know. Oh, I, I like the effects of the, the, yeah. these werewolves. Yeah, yeah. These, I think these werewolves, uh, for all the films, um, we call them werewolves? Lichen? Sure. Lichen. Lichen. Werewolves to you. <laughs> There's a line from the movie. Yeah. I remember that line. Nice. Uh, Good pull. They look great. This is like real practical, nice effects. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of like I don't when it's all, when it's all CG shit. I don't know, like the werewolf doesn't seem like it's gonna yeah feel like the presence. It doesn't is, doesn't is seem there. as dangerous if it's all CG. And I know I know they went with almost entirely or maybe completely practical effects for this because they wanted it, you yeah. know, these werewolves to feel dangerous. And, and, it, you know, and it feels more like an old horror movie where it totally does. was hands on. Like uh, I don't know, like these werewolves actually. I don't know how to like. I'm not a I'm not a huge werewolf fan, but I I enjoy werewolf movies when they when they pop up, like Howling or whatever and stuff like that. But uh, so it's fun to see people's different takes on them too. Like everyone kind of designs them differently, right? A little bit or whatever. Yeah. These ones were kind of creepy to me because of how tall they were. Yeah, yeah super tall. That's that's the thing that a lot of people comment on is these are really uh, really tall boys. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, yeah, I quite like the design as well like the really big shaggy wolf-like heads and then these really sort of gangly bodies that like they don't seem like they would be very very frightening but i guess because they had uh dancers yeah, performing these creatures uh, they do move with a weird kind of grace and speed i'm sure that like the fact that they cut away from them so quickly helps right because you're not getting well. long lingering shots on them like you get a, a glimpse of them which i think is effective too because yeah. it lets your mind fill in the rest of like what what is well, you're not seeing or whatever these werewolves also they don't fuck around because they uh, uh, <laughs> when they when they rip you apart it's like you're mush I know, I afterwards. Have a, so this, <laughs> yeah. is a, like this is one of my first hu- like, my first problems with the movie and my first werewolf questions. Mm-hmm. Um, how come they can rip through bone and flesh so much easier than they can rip through incredibly old rotted wood? Yeah, the uh, that's the kind of stuff that you just gotta kind of. Go All with. I'm saying is, <laughs> is that like I like that when like, the. It fucks everything up, and then when it fucks a human up, it's just like super gross, right? Yeah. But when a werewolf can't break through a rickety old door and has to like put its hand through, to, which is hilarious. Yeah, there's like, a lot of footage in so this movie like, of, of of werewolf arms swatting through broken doors and broken the, windows. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna go on record as saying that I think this movie has the most werewolves trying to <laughs> open the door. Latch. Open a door from the other side. Yeah. I actually kind of like that. I think it's really funny because it, the, it brings that human aspect of the wolf. 
Yeah, I think one, one of the best parts of uh, like how yeah. things work. Or yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, one of the best parts of a wolf trying to open a door is a wolf trying to put its hand through the mail slot, mm. yeah. and then while uh, one of the soldiers was hammering, and he hammers, moving <laughs> to the guy to the werewolf and saying, "No, no, 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 no," <laughs> just and hammering the werewolf. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Well, there is. I think there is some deliberate humor in the movie. Like it's not played totally straight, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot of kind of, you know, there's some kind of cheesy references to movies and yeah. like the whole like the Matrix, there is no spoon, right, no stuff spoon. like that yeah. that maybe played a little bit better back when this came out <laughs> yeah. when it was a bit more topical. But that one especially, yeah, yeah. This this um this had a lot of werewolf kind of you know werewolf movie tropes in it, and what I really liked about the way that they were presented is that none of them were really explained because the people who care about that kind of thing already know that it's there. Like nobody had to, to explain like the rules, the, the rules, like uh, this, the silver letter opener or the fact that it's a full moon or, you know, why are these guys, why do we, why are we worried that they're infected? Like we know that nobody has to, to do the, right. you know, the exposition dump that everyone who cares about that's heard a thousand times. Now I do have a question. Another one of my questions. I and mean, this is my big question and possibly an observation. So here's my theory slash whatever. Is this a question? It's a, it's a question because I'm saying it in front of a person. I'm saying it in front of a person who might be able to, to say, no, that's not right. Oh, so I want to, like so yes or no i'm gonna make a statement and you can say yeah yeah so here's my theory okay okay so silver in the movie ends up being bad for werewolves right Mm -hmm. okay but uh, so i was like i don't know fuck i don't give uh, a i don't know b i don't fucking care you know about silver bullets i do but i'm like in this mythology of this movie i was like are they going to do the whole silver thing? I don't know. Like sometimes the opening scene, she gives the dude a, the silver. I know. And I <laughs> saw that and I was like this. First of all, the movie starts off so poorly that I was like, it does start really, a week. It I, could actually really forget about this. <laughs> so here's my thing though. So, so silver bullets. I was like, that's the whole thing. I was like, Oh, silver bullets. They work. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought what they were going to do in this movie. And I, because this was my theory while I was like thinking about the thing was that silver bullets work because they're like an infection and they like start and they go out and they hurt right like it has to like sit in you for a little bit if you're a werewolf and then you know it kills you I don't know that was my that was my thinking because then I was like okay what happens if that's how it works like it's a slow death that that weakens it weakens them so that they can die and it worked back in the olden days because bullets were like these shitty little guns, right? But now you got those fucking Bushmasters that just like straight up like kill, you know, mm-hmm. people who don't agree with you. They're good for hunting. Yeah, they're, they're great for hunting. <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing for hunting. And yeah. I'm like, those Bushmasters, they, they don't stay in you. So the silver bullets go like right through. And I thought what they were going to do is they were going to break all the silver down. And there's going to be a whole bunch of bullets. But they're going to use those guns, and the we're going to go right through them. Well, they and were, the bull, and the and the silver wouldn't stay in them. So oh, this would, is an interesting idea. Yeah. So it was so the silver would never stay in them, and that's why silver wouldn't kill them. And then they were going to use the knife. As usual, you've far out thought. thought well, the weren't, they, weren't they weren't <laughs> they collecting I, a lot of silver? They were, but well, they, I, were, they were trying to. But they realized that all the wasn't it? They realized all the cutlery and stuff wasn't legit oh, silver. It wasn't yeah. because silver. they realized that the werewolves 
in the movie are, that are trying to break into the right, house are, are, are the family. That so are then, the yeah, house. and that's why I thought like so they gonna. I thought they were gonna break down silver at that point too, right. and then they would make the bullets that they thought would kill, but they wouldn't kill not because silver doesn't kill, but because the bullets went through them too fast to like <laughs> have an effect. Exactly. Oh, right. Hence the the blade would come in and actually be an actual like Chekhov's gun, right? Because you wouldn't have expected it that because they already gave you like the bluff. Yes, you know, I mean, this is a cool idea. It's not in the movie, but it's a yeah. cool idea. I mean, that's kind of a, that's a long way to get there. Yeah. It's a but long it walk. But yeah. It, but it really would have worked. I mean, I think maybe a, a better bluff that would have made for a more interesting oh, ending okay, would be is, is if the, if this turned out to be one of the, you know, werewolf universe situations where the silver doesn't do anything. And you're just set up for the whole time to think, oh, that, that letter opener is going to come back. It was a big enough deal that we opened the film with it, and right. it's there at the end, and then... Well, you know. okay, so I must have missed it. Where does it come into effect? At the very beginning, the silver comes in. No, I saw the silver the at the end, beginning. And at the end, that's when how he's he... in the basement, crawl space, whatever. He's like, have you tried the, to lick the yourself last, yet? Oh. The last werewolf is the guy that was in charge of the like the hardcore marine. Yeah, right, whatever that right. came in to kill him. Or R- catch Ryan, I think. And does he turn yeah. to dust? Does he dust him? Well, he stabs him with it, and then, then he's yeah. able to shoot him with it. And like it's like he had to be weakened by it. He was weakened he by it. I, I think bullet. it probably. It looks like it would have killed him, but then Give he shoot, But then he shoots him. Well, and this it's is like the this question like, then. Like, is it like he's saying it weakens a he werewolf? He being me. Yes, John. Sorry. Or is it like, um, like in other movies? I feel like they just need to shoot them with a the silver bullet. They just need to come it. in contact with silver for a second, and that's it. Like they've been burnt. I mean, I, okay, I, I don't. I don't there's, know, not I, a, there's not a hard and fast like rule. Question number two. Okay, I'll, we'll, we'll we'll circle back <laughs> to question one. Yeah, did you get a because there may the the, the answer. Yeah, answer. Yeah, you didn't even the, get the an answer. answer to no, let's one. let's go because the answer to the second question might actually also be my answer to the first right. question. Are these motherfuckers Wolverine? Wolverine? Yeah, because like they get blown stuff. Oh, and they they reheal and stuff. And they can reheal, but like, okay, I understand that like if they only a silver bullet will like kill them, but like there's a difference between me like being like punched in the face and like dying of a concussion. <laughs> Like and that might shot to that, might, by that a might kill a man, but not a werewolf. But and, but like, there's a difference between that and being blown up. I don't know. I, we've all seen Monster Squad, I think. <laughs> but that, not that, for a while. That wolf man had and dynamite down he, his pants, and, and he, he had, he had nards. Back. Yeah, and he, did and, he come back? After oh he yeah, blown he, up. Yeah, he reassembled. Oh, oh the dynamite you were talking about wasn't nards. <laughs> Because all I can think about is Wolfman does have nards. Well, that's what everybody thinks about when we talk about yeah, Monster Squad. So, I mean, could remembers. you chop one of their heads off and they could just pick it up and put it back on? Boop, boop. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, one of them gets their arms chopped off yeah, with a hatchet, and I don't, I don't see any any of them missing that arm. Later on, yeah. Well, and So it's a fast regrow, then. I mean, here's here's the thing well, about the those way those guys heal really quickly. That's yeah. true. Those guys who are like, hurt by the werewolves and then they heal because wait, they're but, turning into werewolves. Oh, right. so many questions. This movie makes no sense. <laughs> and that's part part of the reason why I like this movie so much is because it just makes a bunch of these arbitrary decisions. Right, and just go with and it. says, "Here's how we're doing werewolves in this one. Yeah. Don't hey, think too hard about it. Let's go I mean, left. You've got let's go left. And wait." Wait. Well, you've got to do that. Now, left, left. You've got to make that decision, I assume, every time you're making a werewolf or a vampire movie where there's like, everyone knows 
there's like these rules that are generally followed, but some might be in some stories and not in other stories or or whatever. Yeah, and and a lot of them, you know, whether it's werewolves or vampires or what you know whatever monster you want that has all the sort of established rules. Mummies. You include yes, mummies. Uh, you include them in the story if they serve a purpose, or if it's not a great movie, or if it's not written very well. You in, you include them just so the audience can get that little rush of of this you know joy from having, our tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I recognize that. Yeah. You know, or to, or to see those things sort of um, you know tipped on their head, like the uh, you know a, a vampire who acts like he's you know allergic to garlic, but actually doesn't care. Right. <laughs> Mark the vampire. I mean. There's a lot of, like, I really like the practical effects. I, I like all the, where they're in the house and they're coming in and attacking them, the siege and all that stuff. There are a, a lot of other things that are just, like, don't make sense or are, like, really, like, and a few of them would be, like, the cow that gets thrown on them and they're just like oh that's that's no big deal let's just keep but going it's just a normal thing that happens during these exercises yeah, like, as a cow gets strapped on us falls on your yeah. fire and your oh. no, well I, I must have to, jumped off the cliff no I went to a work thing the other day and like we straight up all got a cow thrown us so they look at it and they're like oh it has uh, wounds from an animal on it I think you're supposed to think that they just assumed like a bear or a wolf or something Wolverine. killed it and, and it just and it stumbled in, well, like... Maybe it stumbled off the cliff, or... Like, give me a fucking <laughs> break. I think what we should really do is, like... Well, your first thought wouldn't be, oh, a werewolf killed this thing and threw it down a... <laughs> well, no, your first thought wouldn't be. <laughs> no, but... Okay, so there's that. There's also, like, they the one soldier doesn't even know how to use a gun, right? He keeps, like, jamming up the gun, like, he... He can't seem to get it to work, so he's he just like a, throws it down. Well, he's probably a cuck. Wait, which uh, which guy was that? Do you remember? Was it uh, like Terry or? Okay, so that's oh, well, that's the big all, bald guy. They're all the same. You have, all the same. you have a blonde guy, and then you have four other guys. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Spoon has you know sp- they try to you know they're they goddamn try to, names? they try to give you a little yeah. Spoon is the like the guy that's like really hardcore wants to kill the fucking werewolves. He's the is he the one that calls him a pussy. Yeah, he's like the one who gets in a punching match with the werewolf. At oh, the end. yeah, Before, that was okay. that's I, pretty. Fun. That's want, good. Okay, I know. I've, I've seen Did this movie maybe five or six times now, and yeah. it was only towards the end of this viewing that I really started to feel like I had a good handle on who was who. And I'm looking at the names on a whiteboard right now, and, and I'm like, I'm yeah. still not entirely sure. So Spoon, we know this is that hardcore guy. Um, Terry is the tall guy that had like a shaved head. Oh yeah, he, and he uh, was like wanted to watch his football match a lot. I think. Yeah, he gets his uh, uh, his face yeah, chomped. The in the, uh, Bruce, the Bruce is... Campbell is the one who dies first when they're fleeing through the woods. Oh, he, and it, he's obviously he's named Bruce Campbell yeah. as a nod. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the Mark Campbell. Ryan is the asshole of commander of the. Ryan Leon Cunningham is uh, you know Davos from the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right, and then. Um, Wells is like the guy who was in charge of their group, but then once he's injured, he kind of passes off command to Cooper. Oh, and Cooper. Cooper is our main guy from Rome, HBO's Rome. And train spotting, apparently. Oh, oh, was he in train spotting? Yeah, yeah he's uh, the guy with the glasses. Um, shit. No, I, didn't, I did not realize You won't that. recognize him. I just remember him as being one of the two main characters from Rome. So, Ray Stevenson we never actually talked, we never started with the plot of the movie, really. Yeah, so. So they. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to no, say. No, you yeah. do it. Okay. You fucking do it. <laughs> it's always been your podcast anyway. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, these army guys are doing a training exercise. Well, we first are introduced to Cooper. He's trying out to be part of this more hardcore 
military group and he he's really good he's really good at it but he fails because he won't kill a dog yeah <laughs> he's uh, commanded to yeah. kill a dog no, actually no that's that that's what happens in the army what's that other movie <laughs> where it's like all because we killed his dog it, it's like a western or something john wick john wick <laughs> no 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 the fuck are you talking about man you love john wick I'm not talking about John Wick. I'm talking about it's another like an one. old movie where it's yeah. something to do with the dog. Well, it, it seems it's to be like Mark, a, it's called Marco and the Dog. Okay. Well, he's commanded by Ryan to kill the dog. He won't, so he's like, yeah. He's like, you you don't have what it takes, and he goes back to his regular group. Right. Then they're dropped in the woods for this training exercise, where they run into the other group that he had tried to be a part of, and that group has been like mauled and torn apart. And then they realize they're in a situation where they're being chased by some kind of beasts. Yeah, that broad saves them. That broad. Spoon? Uh, Megan? What's her yeah. name? Yeah, Megan. Uh, she's in, like she's like a zoologist. They might as well call her, like, woman on film. What do you mean? Like, I don't understand anything about her until there's a whole bunch of stuff about her. Well, she tells you that she came out here to study animals, and she had heard about this... Whatever she, was going on with this that's people she, disappearing. And that's her story's all fucked her story, up. Her story doesn't make any sense. It doesn't I make any sense. I still don't understand who she was There's, and what this family she's is. She's related to the family. She, she has a whole she has a whole backstory that I guess was discussed in director's commentary or maybe interviews uh, cool. with the director when they were talking about potential sequels. My favorite things right, about... Right, because he had planned it as a trilogy. Yeah, yeah and my, so they... My la- favorite things about books are when they leave everything out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got enough of... I understood that she was this zoologist who was interested in the area because there was these maybe these animal attacks that were going on. Right. So she came there to study them. Then she got turned by them and she became but she's not actually a part of the family. Okay. She's so, just the person who is who they've turned it into a werewolf and she's part of the group now. But why can she change on command? Yeah. Well that's yeah, that's not right. Really and it also no why sense. does she get straight shot in the face and that kills her? Oh, because she hadn't changed into werewolf form yet, I guess. What? And, what the fuck? And, one of, and one of the werewolves who's attacking at the very end apparently only has one eye. It's tough to see, but oh, apparently she's oh, so meant that to. Is supposed to be her. She's yeah, she's meant to be one of them. Oh, uh, I don't okay. understand what the fuck you're talking about. Are you? Well, I thought she just died do because she werewolf, hadden changed into a werewolf. But you have werewolf yet. powers all the time. Well, well I'm <laughs> asking the wrong person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so, if a werewolf gets like their arm cut off. On like a Wednesday, I don't know. Just like a, a, just, just at a lunchtime accident yeah, on like a Wednesday. I think they just don't have an arm Do until they, get, they change at the next full moon. And they get a new arm. Could yeah. be. I mean, it's or where, the, werewolves. Do you have rule? to save the arm on ice. No, I think you could probably get rid of it. I don't think I don't, you need to keep I don't it. Know. I don't buy this. I don't buy this. It's like, <laughs> a, it's like a Deadpool thing. There's there's you a lot know, of no, but Deadpool movies. always has his power. Like you're not just like right when you're not a werewolf. You yeah, don't necessarily have your werewolf. I feel okay, like, but when they're changing into a werewolf, they they're healing. Wait, right? Can I say this? If I was yeah, writing I this, assume, I would assume so. So if I was writing this, it would be that they still have power at night. It's not full werewolf power. But I would be like, if I was creating the mythology of werewolves, I would be like, okay, werewolves, no, they only transform on the full moon, but the moon gives them power. So then at night, they could regrow their arm. Right. Well, that's Even what, if, we, it would be we, cool if they did it over the course of like a week. <laughs> right? Because the, as, as the, it got faster and faster and faster, as it got closer to the full moon, oh my God, I think I'm writing a 
<laughs> werewolf movie. Okay, is, go for it. I mean, idea. It, it is. I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just say this: werewolf rules are like Calvin Ball rules. Like, there's a lot of what's Calvin Ball? <laughs> uh, is it a game with loose rules? It's just a it's just a game where you you make up the rules as you go along, whatever seems the most fun. Oh, it's like this podcast. But yeah, yeah, exactly. You do whatever you yeah. want. There's, there's certain things that pop up a lot, and it's really sort of a like. It's a buffet. You just you pick can and take mix what, what you want, right? Yeah, and I mean, people uh, people will fight quite long and hard, especially online, about how they think that their interpretation or their selection of those rules are the canonical rules, and everyone else is wrong. Right. And that can kind of be fun so to, like, to so get into, but... So like every other nerd thing, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Wait, I, so I, do you actually believe in werewolves? What? No. Okay, I, think, I don't know. Just, I, think, I, I think they're really cool, question. but... Some people believe in Bigfoot. I, let's just say I'm I'm I would be willing to accept it if there were if there were proof, if there was some some kind of proof that they exist. But it's more fun to me to just acknowledge. You know what? They're probably not real. So let's just have let's fun. just ha- have fun with it rather than saying they're real. Here are the rules by which we can prove that they are likely <laughs> to be real to, according to I, some biological constraints. Yeah, I think I asked you the first question. Because I that's I thought that's what you thought, but like to get you to the second question, which is, do people think that they're real? Oh yeah, oh yes, they really do. They're like yeah. Well, sure, I mean, there's vampire people too, right? The, yeah, I mean, well, seeing isn't believing, John. <laughs> believing is seeing. <laughs> wow, where'd you get that one from? Uh, some Christmas movie. Have <laughs> you started, James? So I have an idea for a church that we should start. I'm I'm on board already. I, <laughs> it didn't take much. I've got I've got books. I think we should have a book on on werewolves. Yeah, actually, I like Timothy. I like the uh, what we do in the shadows version of werewolves. We're not werewolves. Yeah. We're swearwolves. Yep. <laughs> That's, uh, that's so awesome. So if if, I, if werewolves existed, that's how I hope they would act. <laughs> Where they have to talk each other down. Because if we're getting to, this is something I want to talk about later. I want to talk oh, about sorry. our favorite depictions of werewolves oh, in pop culture. Okay, yeah. right. So, where the fuck were we? <laughs> oh, we were all over the place. We're all over the place. Um, let's. I want to talk about like so. The movie is where it is. It's uh, it's it's these soldiers. We're set in a they cabin. Not, We're out in the called, middle of nowhere. It's called Dog Soldiers. It's definitely not about dogs who are soldiers, <laughs> which is what a friend of mine thought it was the first time he rented it. Um, I kind of thought he was ready to watch Jordan, a movie about soldiers. My friend Jordan, dogs. My friend Jordan was very disappointed to find out that this was not a movie about. Uh, dog soldiers. It was more of a <laughs> literal movie about literal dogs. I honestly would watch that if these werewolves had like combat gear on. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking cool. That would be awesome. Well, um, that sounds more like something but, you might see in an underworld movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, underworld. Dog soldiers. That's the <laughs> dog soldiers. That's, that's, that's the movie. Uh, James, about. May, may I recommend in that case a movie called Project Metal Beast. Project oh. Metal Beast. Yeah. All right. Write that down, James. Okay. Um, Project Metal Beast. So uh, let's just talk about quickly. I want to talk about our favorite, like our favorite scene, the one that stood out or one that we hated. Okay. Give me one. Or, get, you know, give me one of both. Give me a scene that you really liked and a scene you didn't like. Um, Dustin. I like the scene when, well, you know, at first we're just getting glimpses of the werewolves kind of through the windows, running through the woods. We just catch a little little gl- glimpses of them but then once the um wells he's been like glued his, his intestines have been glued back inside yeah, of him upstairs that was weird um 
then they, they get in that window and there's a couple of them with their gross like gangly bodies like you coming know. in very weirdly like the way that you were talking about the dancers it is weird like you get this strange physical uh i don't know they have a strange physical presence because normally you think werewolves are like rampaging beasts you know and well, these are very like you think they have very methodical movements, and, yeah. yeah they remind me of like an alien or something yeah how they move and yeah. well and also how tall they are and gangly but yeah I, it's a cool take to me so that i like that scene a lot um something i don't like uh I mean, some of the opening scenes where we're getting to know the soldiers you know those introduction scenes they're a little little rough <laughs> like there's a i mean i like all the british slang i for some reason i think british slang is like the best <laughs> slang there is but there's some when they're kind of running around and stopping and pointing their guns and stuff i didn't notice it the other couple or two or three times i've seen this movie but for some reason when i was watching it last night none of that stuff felt very authentic to me the military like movement stuff yeah like you know obviously this is a you know relatively low budget movie so it's not like they've probably spent weeks training like you might for like a hollywood movie where you learn how to like move with your gun and all that shit but I, for some reason, that just stood out to me as particularly hokey when I was watching it last night. Like, mm. this is like, this is like, here, here's a gun, run around and like point it and stuff. And like, <laughs> it didn't look like, it didn't look like soldiers who knew what they were doing with their yeah. gear or whatever. Yeah, what do you think, James? I would say, you know, the siege on the house, like all the stuff with them, like, you know, their arms coming in, them trying to unlock the door or trying to, you know, get in. And then you like actually see the head and you see how gangly they are. Like all of that mm-hmm. is awesome. The practical I, effect aspect is good, what I like. There's some good gore too. Like some there is some good gore. torn off and yeah. guts spilling out. Definitely. And you know, as you know, you're a gore whore. I'm a gore whore. So <laughs> yeah, I like that, you know? Yeah. It gets you going. As for the other stuff, uh, I think the conversation part of the movie Oh, you mean whenever they're talking to each other? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, like that. It's not entirely convincing sometimes. Not at all. And I don't even think it's that they're bad actors or anything. I think it's just like, you know, you've they're making a low-budget movie with yeah, a lot I of constraints. But. I get it. Angela, yeah. do you want to? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the kitchen fight. Uh, Spoon. Oh, yeah. Basically just using his hands and, like, pots and pans and stuff to fight off. And he's like, boxing. And like, like winning against it's a, a really fun scene. Yeah. yeah like it, it's great from a storytelling perspective because it starts to build up your hope that like, well, maybe we can actually win this. Like if, if somebody can physically beat one he's of these so werewolves and hand hand guy spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, to, you know, to have hope stash at the end. Uh, you know, with another werewolf showing up well, at the, the last second. Splashed, am I right, guys? That's a lot <laughs> but we of don't see the gore there, do we? When no. Afterwards, we do. Oh, App- yeah, after. Apparently, when they find his fucking watch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Apparently, they did do practical effects to show Spoon being like physically torn in half by yeah, these and werewolves, and they cut it because they felt that it would be too much of a bummer to have someone who's you know kind of like a, a meant to be a favorite of the audience oh yeah. like you're emotionally attached to him yeah and then to kind of you know to sort of step on his like spitting gum in the wearable's face sort of fuck you at the end to right. like he follow says, that immediately uh, with I hope i give you the shits or something like yeah that when you yeah to step on that with oh okay well you know you went out cool but now you've been just torn in half like right. i guess they, they, thought, they thought that would be too much of a bummer i i like the like you know that he's fighting the werewolf and he's kind of winning I think they could have, I mean, 
I kind of remember like out for justice, the kitchen fight scene where he basically throws William the, Forsyth and he beats the yeah, shit out of him. Beats yeah. the shit out of him, throws him around like a like a child. Yeah. Like if the werewolf did that to him, then yeah, it's like, like he's almost a little bit too tough in that scene. Like he shouldn't have been as strong. Well, that's the thing, though. He's not really hurt. Like, he's getting in a lot of blows, and then he, like, stabs it a whole bunch of times furiously. Yeah. But he still has... Like, then the werewolf just sits up and it starts coming again, right? Yeah, but I think what James is saying, though, is more that... It would have been cool to see him get thrown, get like, kicked out of him. In, like, he, like, destroys, like, a dinette set in, like, a yeah, whatever. Like the kitchen mm. gets and then just he, destroyed. He does, and, like, every time he gets up, it's a little bit slower. But it's, like, yeah. he's got a bigger smile on his face, like, every single time. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. werewolf never really gets a chance to be super physical in well, in the fight. He's I always like sort no of... no one in the like a lot of, like, batting people aside yeah, and clawing them. A lot of backhands and, and, and yeah. You're not getting like the werewolf isn't in there doing like kung fu like 30, or something. Like fifty style boxing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't really like any scene that centered on on Ryan and his backstory about why he was there in the first Which place. Ryan, he's the commander of the. He's like the asshole guy from the beginning. Oh, commander okay, yeah. Of, uh, yeah, he just guys. he just felt to me like he was from Underworld or some other film franchise where malevolent he, government organizations are are doing the sorts of things that they do I in actually, these movies and he just didn't feel like he he fit oh yeah. shit oh because we we get that plot that they were there yeah. and the government basically wanted to capture some of these things and then see if they could use them as weapons somehow. yeah I actually thought that like his team were the werewolves and that was the whole dog oh, soldier yeah. thing no. oh shit you can be a part of my movie <laughs> alright <laughs> I'm writing this other movie like dog Kay. soldiers too yeah dog soldiers no, the prequel. You could probably get Neil Marshall to direct it. I don't. I think nobody wants to hire him after he re, he did that new Hellboy movie recently. Oh shit! <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> I like him though. Like I really like the Descent. He also did the Descent, and um, he he did that like kind of post-apocalyptic movie Doomsday, which didn't really. Do you remember that? With yes. Um, it was kind of fun, but it wasn't like really memorable. So here's my thing. And then so, he he kind of hasn't done anything until this Hellboy movie. My thing about this movie is is. It feels, uh, this sounds kind of weird to say, but like, it feels like a, a filmmaker making a movie over the course of like three years. Oh, really? Where they gained all of a sudden, it, all of a sudden it's like an, like a, an elastic band, like, like they did all these things and they learned so much and then like the, the last band snaps and like all that creativity comes into like, into one thing. And I feel like throughout the movie, he, he becomes a better filmmaker the film becomes better throughout the film. And the guys that's going, like, as it's going, as it's going, it's getting, it's getting better. He's, yeah. It's finding its footing. All of a sudden, the characters are like acting in a different way. Where it's, yeah, it's, once, I think once you're in the house, it feels a lot more like that's it's the, on the track that it should have always been on. And I would say that's, on, that's the first snap. Like that's the first like to bring you to like the second level, and then the second like so my, one of my favorite scenes is is the uh, the siege of the house I call it like the the initial siege, mm-hmm. um, where we've got the hammering <laughs> like yeah so these these little comic beats and like everything's great right, and then I feel like it kind of builds again till the to the the finale where like it snaps again and they do some really really cool shit like b- busting through the the. Uh, through the bathroom walls, the walls, right? It takes yeah. too long. Into like, the it's, basement and stuff. And it's not, it's not perfect, but like the way they do it all is like it's, it's becoming much better. And like it's like a, almost like a, the, it's a better film as, as it goes along because it, it honestly feels like it's being made, over a huge amount of time. 
Yeah, I don't think it was, but I do agree that it gets progressively better. As I think apparently the script went through 16 or 17 rewrites, different yeah. rewrites before they got to the point where they, they started filming. And I think that the house, like everything to do with the house and the siege, that was the core concept and everything else was built up around it just to get everybody right, there. Get them there yeah. And that, I mean, I think I, I agree with what you're saying, John. I think that really shows in the, in the way the film was made. Yeah. But like you, now that I, I didn't know that he made, um, the descent, yeah. the descent. Like I, Fucking love that movie. I watched that movie with you the first time, yeah. Dustin. Um, yeah, I, re- I really like that movie. And you see, like, there are these like incredible sparks of like. Yeah, I mean, this is his first. This is his first there. movie, yeah. right? Um, and I think it's a really fun movie. Like, yeah, is it perfect? No, no. Like, there's lots of little things you can nitpick about it. And yeah, that some of the performances are a little hammy at times, even from like actors that we would consider to be pretty good actors, like the dude from. Uh, Liam Cunningham from yeah. Game of Thrones and stuff, but the the point of the movie is the where is the werewolves right and the idea of like army guys fighting werewolves and that part mm-hmm. is, is done good. And really well. I I'm a huge fan of the practical effects. Um, I would say my favorite scene after all of you guys of what you've said, which I love all of them as well. But like I just want to point out the scene, uh, the end scene in the kitchen, which uh, Angela you talked about, mm-hmm. uh, where. Uh, it's just this gore horror shit. It's a real James territory, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the other scene was, I love this scene when they run to the, uh, the guy runs the, 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 the truck. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he gets the truck, the truck and he backs the truck all the way up. And then what you're imagining, like you don't see it. You imagine it is like the werewolf, like popping up. And like, you see his, you can hear his breathing. Or her breath. Like yeah. and you hear them breathing and like, you see it. And then he like goes out like spoon is it? Uh, uh, no, spoon's the one who dies in the kitchen. Who dies in the kitchen? Spoon, yeah. Spoon. But he, like, I but think he, it's Terry but, that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean is that he he goes out like spoon, like he fights, like yeah, he, yeah. he's like he turns around and he jumps in the back seat. Or and I really yeah. appreciate that you don't see anything mm. until because now it's going to juxtapose like this like incredible tragedy with the the like the new tragedy of like all of those people running down the stairs expecting that they're going to get out. And be saved, yeah. only to see. And then when, like it's it's like the audience, the, the audience and like the characters are all coming together at the same time of being like completely hit by this tragedy, and you see all the blood and all the everything. And like and it's actually a really smart film moment. Yeah, yeah. It's and they and they almost go for kind of a like a thing ending where. Um, okay, we're not going to get out of here, so let's like let's try to kill all the werewolves at least if we're not going to live. And they send like the car in as a, a, a bomb into the barn and stuff like that. Although we do actually end up having the one guy live through the, through everything. He comes, like the house ends up blowing up as well. Is that Cooper? Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. So Cooper and the dog. So it's not like quite as ambiguous as the end of the thing. Cooper and the dog. We have Kurt Russell and Keith David just like sitting in the snow like wondering if one of them might be the <laughs> right. be the creature. So it's not quite that uh, level, but it's the, it's like they, they the characters at least at one point in the movie believe, "Oh, none of us are going to survive, but we need to at least try to to kill all these things." Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they all they all understand they're going to die, but none of them are letting are willing to let another one of, you know, another one die. 
Yeah, and that's like the the weakness of Cooper, right? Like um, that's he wouldn't shoot the dog, and now he won't shoot his friend who's going to turn into a. Which werewolf. I feel like it's just a poor. <laughs> it's just, like, and that's where this the movie, it maybe it's too many rewrites. Like they all rewrote a different scene, but like it doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> Cooper's obviously willing to kill human beings. Yeah, he's willing to kill humans, and he's obviously willing to kill giant werewolves. But I don't see what that has to do with being willing to shoot a domesticated I, dog. A domesticated, and this thing, it's not a wild dog. Like, this dog's not trying to eat It's you. one of their dogs. Yeah, like, this is your friend. It's like on the team. And they're yeah. like, kill him. Hey, what's up? Mark? Any, find any bombs Mark, today? excellent name for a dog. That's the dog's name. It's, I didn't name it. It's his name. Rip Mark. Yeah. Martin. Yeah. Poor Mark. Oh yeah, because then the other guy does shoot it when he wouldn't. I, I just, you know, yeah, you does shoot. I it. do want to say I like the final scene. Like it's so cheesy and so lame. What the the newspaper? Oh no 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 no! Before that, the like the fight in the basement. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Where like this dude? No, no that stuff. A bomb goes off. Yeah, the house blows up. He covers up his him. ears, and <laughs> everything is. Fine. Yeah, he's in the basement. He's good. Yeah. yeah. Explosions go up yeah. and out. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. S- they don't go down. Yeah. Learn they some science. They don't <laughs> suck all the. Uh, he's like he would be like sitting there, just like choking, <laughs> asphyxiating. I believe is the word. So you want some hardcore realism in this movie? What is? What's the perspective from the werewolf point of view here? I don't fuck shit up. Like so, are they are they trying to? Well, one we find out like the these werewolves, the family lives in that home, so they're probably like you know get the fuck out of my home. <laughs> one, it's like a Goldie uh, Goldilocks situation, right? Yeah. Oh right, yeah, they make mention of that. Is but that a Red Rover. But then, uh, like, are they feeding off of them, or they just want to kill them? Because they show the scene where they drive in the truck into the that barn or the garage and the one guy's like feeding on the yeah he's like eating the guy yeah he's eating the guy so is the point to feed i think it's (laughs) it's it's a a monthly family bonding exercise (laughs) oh like hey let's go kill some people yeah and this night they happen to run into a bunch of special forces guys who were trying to capture them and they ate them, and then they came home to find all these other guys camped out in their house. It's just they're like, what you know, the fuck? get out, sweet party. Well, like when do it's you like get an air, to that Airbnb situation? You know, like when are they going to be full though? Because <laughs> well, like how many people? <laughs> they're not. I mean, it's the it, the it, full moon do, comes. Wait, 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 wait. Comes do, only once a. Well, I don't shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. <laughs> I'm theorizing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Angela, do. Werewolves kill for necessity or for are pleasure? Pleasure? Are they like cats? Sports? Or do they just kill un- until they stop? Like they just they never stop killing. It's more fun when they kill for fun, I think, or when the they. Fuck are you? Hold on! What the fuck are you nodding for, Dustin? I'm agreeing. Like you know shit. I'm you know agreeing shit with this werewolves. perspective. You see when we. He knows all about werewolves. Okay, wait. I'm sure I've seen more werewolves than you fuckers. (laughs) Werewolf movies. Uh, I've never seen a werewolf because they're not real. So, yeah. (laughs) Maybe you have, you fucking weirdo. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Ignore Dustin. There there are some stories and some approaches that that try to assign a nobility to the werewolf to say that they only do it because they have to or they're compelled or they'll, they'll isolate themselves somewhere that they can only go after... A, you know, 
deer or some wildlife that's just sufficient to satisfy their bloodlust and then that's it for the month. There are other stories like this where apparently the whole family really enjoys killing and eating many more people than they would actually need to to get sustenance for the night. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's just a werewolf. It's Plus just, they have the basement. Oh yeah, yeah. With all the oh, meat. Like, which I don't understand. There's some, there's some saved and for one, later. And one of them had a, like a somebody's rib cage and skull in a closet in their yeah, room, yeah, like yeah. like well, someone who'd eaten a pizza in secret and just thrown the box in the closet. <laughs> the crest. That's yeah, fucking funny. Like I never thought of it that way. I thought it was like. I was like, like the kid werewolf. He's like, ah, I'm not taking this downstairs to put it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Well, shit, I was going to say we had friends that like would fucking, they're not, they would, they wouldn't, they would piss in bottles in their room. Oh, my God. Would say, oh, my God, you know. Who I know what you're talking yeah. about. Because it can walk to the washroom. Fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in their human form, they're eating these people, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I mean, you got a basement full of corpses. Corpses. There's some tri-tip. Like a meat locker. You you don't feel like going out all the time. You want to stay in. (laughs) Some corpse. Just just taking my cues from what I've seen of how werewolves work in this movie. Because you get Megan cutting her hand on the broken glass. And that's meant to show that when they're human, they can be injured and bleed. But I would say that when, when they're in werewolf form, they're impervious to, you know, injury right. for, so, for the most part, which would include overeating. I, I think. need to ask this question. Right. And when they're, when, they're I, in, when they're in human form, they would be susceptible to, you know, getting fucked up. Yeah. Bloated. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too many carbs. Here's what I don't understand, though. She's a werewolf, right? Yeah. Why does yeah. she not turn it? Yeah, we got to come back to this. Why doesn't can she just can they control when they turn? Like that's what it seems to suggest by her not being in werewolf. Yeah, I don't understand why. The like they're like, and also why doesn't fucking you know that chief asshole turn earlier? Well, the, yeah, he, Ryan, he starts, Ryan, yeah, Ryan. starting to turn like the process. Yeah, but he was he turned way after all the other werewolves were like you know kicking it. And be like, we should fuck these people up. These, I mean, these these are good questions, and they're the sort of thing that if this was a novel or a graphic novel or like a twenty thousand post long Twitter thread, there would be people putting all kinds of backstory or exposition into explaining. Oh, when you're first infected, it takes <coughs> six, long, six yeah. hours before you are able to transform at all. So even if it's a full moon, you're not going to change right away. Or, so where do people I don't know. get all these? Okay, so my question is this then: like it's like zombies. There's no like, oh, when is he going to turn? Well, whenever they want you, want him to, because it's convenient for the story. And I yeah. get that, but like, like do you, do people who who like you know have this thing online or they want to talk about it or, or in real life, whatever? Like they're interested in in this. Like, do they have source material where they like quote like? Well, if you look at like like. Um, Martin 1919 like you'll see that he says that like, the prophet it, Martin well no like I'm saying is there like is there what source material is there other source material there's a lot of source material from like the middle ages and in the, the dark ages and none of it is none of it ever gets to this depth of of the mechanics you know there might be things like you take off your clothes and transform under the full moon and and if while you're out rampaging somebody comes along and 
steals your clothes, then you're permanently a werewolf until you can get your clothes back. Just, just oh, that's wild. Just no, things like that's that. Some, so, that's sexy. <laughs> so uh, again, a, a lot of these interpretations, I think, are just up to what people find most appealing, awesome. or that, or that makes right. the most sense for whatever kind of story they're trying to tell. Guys, could you imagine if the if we were around back then, like? If we could, if we were writing werewolf, men, like seriously, there's a Quentin, there's a, there was a Quentin Tarantino of like, like 901. And he was just like, <laughs> here's a fucking story. Just Let me tell you some shit. wild shit. Um. Like that, that's crazy. Like they, they just created stuff like werewolves and now they exist. Yeah, it's a weird idea to think it's about. A really, it's and a they've weird, existed for so long, and there's all these different ideas and interpretations and, of what and, they are. And yeah, but I think about, like, in the sense of, like, if, if now you could not think of a werewolf. But, like, back <laughs> then, like, someone thought of a werewolf. Yeah. Like, we're never, like, the, th- like the three, four of us right now are never going to think of anything new that people are going to be like, hey, remember when uh, James, John, and Dustin thought about that? <laughs> when they created the yeah. whatever monster? But, like, yeah. there was a time where you could think of something as simple as a werewolf and be like, this is going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of wild. No one had any ideas yet, so you just take all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. no one had any ideas. Yeah, so every, it was like, every concept uh, was fresh Jesus, and new. water, you know? Right. I mean, people still try to write new new things, new uh, new cults. How's, new... That, how's that going? Uh, Not great. So, I mean, Some people popular. believe it. Yeah. Scientology, yeah. Mormonism is another big one. Anyway, um, Jay, did you say your least favorite scene? Uh least favorite. It's the first like half. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever, your least favorite scene. Whenever they're talking to each other, and actually, it's, you know, I my, like some. So of my the least favorite stuff. My least favorite is, is that I, the way it's shot and the lighting and everything like that. I just I can't tell who's who. Um, so yeah, well, it, I mean, this movie doesn't look great. I, I mean, I watched a 1080 version, and it was still pretty grainy. Mm-hmm. Really looked like a DVD, not a. That's pretty much. Yeah. So I'd say that my my least favorite is, is just that is just that um, they didn't do a good job of explaining what characters are what characters and like. Maybe I've watched it a few times, so I I guess that helps. Like I have an idea of who. He, of this was are. the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah, and it, they're all they're all in the same uniform. They all look somewhat similar. Yeah, they look the same. They're all using, you're in the dark. They're all using the same slang terms. Everyone's yeah. saying that things are, are bone. People bone, are, footy. They're talking about footy. People and, really yeah. want to see that football. Calling each other wankers. So yeah. see, there's a bit of a charm to it just because, for me, I like these British guys. Is wanker like calling stupid. somebody a cocksucker in Canada? Like, it's, like calling them the, a, it's like calling them a jerk off or an uh, asshole or a whatever. Like, my, my favorite bit of slang in the whole movie is the second line in the whole film and it's when the anonymous woman who dies in the, the first attack refers yeah. to her boyfriend or whoever as a big girl's blouse <laughs> oh yeah yeah for being for, for being upset about the yeah. flies or whatever like yeah. oh you big girl's blouse like that's that is a great bit of slang british have the best called bellend bellend is my favorite i think that's your favorite slang from it just sounds great in Britain, if you say it properly you're a such bell, a bellend a bellend yeah. you're the end of a dick yeah it sounds You're great. You're the tip of a penis. That's your favorite slang. Yeah, yeah bell end. Yeah, bell end. You are a bell end. <laughs> if I've ever fucking met one. I mean, you no know, there's a favorite. lot of words that we don't. You know, we don't use like twat and. You're a bell end. So you're the tip of a dick. 
Yeah. You're a, uh, you are a bell I think it just means you're an idiot, but it sounds So great. the tip of a dick is an idiot? What do you yeah, got against, sure. what do you got against men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you got against Xenophobe. dicks? Your dicks. They look ridiculous. They do look They look like elephants in the middle of your body. Anyway. Right. Um, is there anything we haven't talked about that we should cover in terms of... I'm trying to think of some... If there's any other scenes or moments that are that stand out. I think just about everybody gets a great death. That's something I, I noticed as I was making notes through, you know, watching it the other day. Yeah. I felt compelled to make a note just about it. Every, you know, everyone's death, even, even the impalement at the beginning, like oh, it yeah. seems a little like, I don't, I didn't, I don't know if it's possible to run, <laughs> run so hard, <laughs> run so hard into a tree. Yeah. Apparently he was meant to like to fall over a cliff or something. And they oh, just, okay. it was, they couldn't get it to look right. So they did that instead. But yeah, like even that, no, like I, everyone, I appreciate a good impaling. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets a pretty good death scene. I think it's, uh, I think it's great. And it reminds me of something before we wrap everything up with our ratings is, um, a scene I totally forgot about, and it it actually made my like skin crawl, was when the uh, the sword was being pushed oh, into his teeth. It's making that scraping yeah. sound. It, like th- that, I think for me, that's what elevated this movie to like to kind of another level. Like the, the fact that they did that and they it that's the, a good call. It, Fucking just yeah, the sound and everything. It, it, yeah, yeah. Just you describing it is yeah. making me. Yeah, ew. it's like the so, fingers on a chalkboard. Kind but of it's thing. so much worse. Yeah, like so much worse. And I think it's this really mm. subtle, small thing in this movie that like we all forgot about, obviously in the moment. But yeah, like I noted it when I watched it. And but I like when you think now. about it, like that really stands out. Like I think that when everything else falls away, like you'll remember that, like in the back of your like lizard brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, that's a good one. But we should give our ratings. Okay, so, uh, Dustin, let's let's just go around in a, a circle. Uh, I I'll go first because uh, yeah, because yeah, Angela, I would like to end with you. So I just gave this whole thing. Uh, it's all sixes. Sixes across the board. Six, eh? Across the board, sixes. Um, I'm tempted to change some stuff both positive and negative, I think would all kind of end up the same way. But uh, yeah, I think this is a fair, I think it's a fair review of the movie. Dustin, what do you think? Uh, Well, my reaction ended up being a seven and then my overall score ended up being a seven. I think it's paced pretty well because like even the beginning stuff, it starts moving really fast and gets going and it doesn't really let up at any point. Once they're in the house, especially there's no like breaks really. So I gave it everything a six except for my reaction is a seven and that's only because of the practical effects the practical effects did it for me yeah so overall 6.2 even though i probably should lower it for pacing but <laughs> you should lower it for pacing. yeah but you know i feel the same way i, I feel like i kind of want to change some stuff but like but whatever has bought a good enough goodwill in this like in talking about it where mm, i'm like yeah oh, no the more I talk about it, the more I'm like... Yeah, it's like I say, I think it's flawed, but I think it is yeah. pretty fun. And I think it has a good rewatchability to it, actually. I've watched yeah. it a few times. It's rare that like a movie is like, when you actually talk about it, you feel I feel compelled to be like, no, I need to like actually I, go up. Like I, th- I think there's stuff I missed. I, I, I didn't appreciate in the moment. Hmm. I feel like the second half of the movie 
Like I would rewatch the second half, maybe not the first half. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the part that you could tell they were excited to make. So right, that, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I I think they could have skipped a lot of that and they just had them go into the house personally. But yeah. did they even need to be soldiers? I don't know. Well, no, I think that I don't know. That's that adds a different angle to it, right? Yeah, I mean, how, uh, James, they're, they're how, trained like uh, reservists. What would they call? They don't know yeah. anything. But what would they have called the movie? Yeah, they're in the army in the UK. They had a name, and they needed to make a movie. Do- dog campers. <laughs> they, they could have been campers. The, they came up with the name, and then yeah. they had to work backwards from there. <laughs> right. Uh, Angelo, what was your uh, scores there? Uh, I my overall all reaction was an eight. Uh, my scores averaged out to seven point three. I feel like that's pretty consistent. Now, I need to point out that I'm rating this on maybe a different scale than you guys. I mean, I'm a guest, right. so I don't think my, my rating is canonical anyway, but I'm reviewing oh, this with, within the context of werewolf movies in general, as someone right. who watches a lot of these things. This is probably in the top five, maybe even the top three like favorite werewolf movies just of the fandom in general, I think, oh, yeah, with yeah. like American Werewolf in London and, and maybe The Howling. Well, how about before, yeah, that's bef- the two that before we go, can you just give us like maybe a top five, maybe not in a specific order, but just maybe like the top. What are the top if you, off the top of your head, if you can think of 10 werewolf movies? If, if I sat here for a while, I could probably come up with 10 that, that would rank up there at the top. But, but I mean, top of your head right now. I mean, American Werewolf in London, The Howling, uh, Dog Soldiers, Silver Bullets. Oh, yeah, Silver um, Bullet. There's one or two in the Underworld series that, that aren't bad once it kind of gets out, out of the way of itself for practical effects reasons or, you know, you know for, for something that isn't necessarily the overall quality of the film itself. And once you get under that bar, you really start having to sort of pick and choose why you like them. What about like old school, like the original, like Wolfman back in the day, Universal Monsters style? No. People like those. Those don't really grab me. I mean, yeah. I didn't even see the, the 1940 or 1941 Wolfman until maybe five or six years ago. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, I, I get why it was a big deal at the time, but I'm I'm not a scholar. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not into cinema. In, Wait, are in, there scholars? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are people who have written dissertations and, and essays and, and um, Come on, you, every, PhDs on this stuff. I believe it. I'm sorry. It just <laughs> seems... I mean, I guess if you were to a dissertation on, like, a fairy... Sure. It's the same idea, right? Right on anything. Um, So just within the context of of werewolf movies in general, this one, you know, based on community input, this this, this one definitely fucks. This one fucks. It's high up there. Bad Moon? Is that Everything should be, from now on, everything should be, does it fuck? This one fucks. (laughs) This one fucks. (laughs) That's just how I'll rate things. Oh, wait, isn't there werewolves in the, the, the Nancy Gray? No, she's the, what's the fucking Twilight? Oh, I never watched Twilight. Uh, There's werewolves in that shit, isn't there? There, yes. I mean, yes, with an <laughs> asterisk. I try, I tried reading those just because I had so many people asking me what I thought about them back when I first started doing werewolf news. I, I couldn't get into it. It's and I just said, you know what? It's not for me. There are so werewolf. So Twilight does not fuck. <laughs> no, Twilight does not fuck. Definitely, definitely not. This movie fucks. <laughs> James, where does it put us on our list? So that's overall seven, right? Oh yeah, that, that's gonna be higher. You know how fucking high that is, guys. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, I, I wrecked the curve. It's, no, no, no. It's tied for number thirty-one. I think. Yeah, thirty-one, yeah. thirty, thirty, twenty-nine. Oh, what's it tied with? Oh, it, it's tied with a whole. The born identity. It's tied with. It's pretty much tied with RoboCop. <laughs> well, we have to redo RoboCop. Well, it's tied at thirty-one with Born Identity. That's it. okay. So. 
I mean, for me personally, I would, I think like born identity probably appeals to me a little bit more. It's a cool spy, spy thriller. So I'd put it ahead personally, but, um, born identity is a better made movie with a better plot that makes more sense. Sure. And everything else, everything about it is, is more well done, but well, there aren't any werewolves in it. <laughs> no. And what I'll say about, what I'll say about this movie though, is why it gets a lot of credit is I, I fucking love the practical effects in this movie. I think they, yeah. they I mean, look yeah. It's a 2002 movie, but it feels like an 80s uh, and it, yeah, looks, it does. It looks amazing. They also, they play off werewolves as being completely different than what you're used to. They're not these lumbering beasts that just, like, can, like, jump through a wall. Like, there's these, like, tall, lean, slender, like... Yeah. They're 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 like what a man if they grew into like the like the proportions of a werewolf would be. Um, now there's some problems with like their strength. They're no Teen Wolf. <laughs> they're not Teen Wolf. They're not they're not slam dunking. But like this movie deserves a lot of credit for what it does. I think it's uh yeah have never watched it before, and not really hurt hearing a lot about it. Like total sleeper. Check out this movie if you're into like horror. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and werewolves. Yeah, if you're a horror fan and you haven't yeah, watched it. Or if you really like British should. slang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's if important. you like big fan of Snatch, <laughs> watch this movie. <laughs> that's the recommendation. <laughs> if you're a fan of Snatch, guys, <laughs> Richie Snatch, you'll enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, when I, be, when I get... Dog soldiers. You know what we should do? No joke. We should figure out how we can become ri- people who rate movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, God. Yeah, that, I mean, then we'd be th- really throwing the yeah. the curve. On oh, shit. I'm figuring that out. I'm going to figure out how we can do that. It might take some serious work on our part. Uh, what are we doing next, James? Wait. Uh, it's John's pick. Oh, it's John's pick. All right, next week we're watching World War Z for week two of Halloween month. Where can we find the well, I werewolf was gonna, news? I was going to get there. Um, please, Angel, tell us... Where to find you, what to look for, and uh, what's going on. Okay. Uh, I'm on Twitter at A-Q-U-I-N-T-O-N, A-Quinton. Uh, and you can find Werewolf News just at, at Werewolf News, all one word, on Twitter. That's more active than the website and anything on the website on Twitter as well. And uh, check out werewolvesverses.com. That's uh, an ongoing digital anthology I do with a bunch of really rad uh, writers and people who make comics and record music. Uh, we put together uh, digital collections of you know stories and all kinds of media that focus on werewolves and different uh, ideological or physical uh, adversaries. So we've we've pitted werewolves against the concept of the 1990s, um, <laughs> uh, space, you know, which is sci-fi stuff. And the uh, issue we're working on right now uh, is werewolves versus the circus. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and that should be out right around the time this uh, this oh. episode drops. Okay, oh, cool. that's cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, everybody who's listening to this. Uh, if you like this, please tell somebody. Uh, the most important thing you can do is to give us a rating on Inst- on um, uh, iTunes or wherever you listen to this. Uh, tell a friend, uh, get them to download it just for once, and give us a rating. We'll talk to you later.